How are y'all doing? Um, yeah. Um, how are y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to Go Black Boy Go. Um, really, like this week has been just um, really stressful. Um, yeah, and I, I really don't know because, like, at first the coronavirus stuff when it first started being reported um like the last episode i i um released i was very like skeptical of it and um or at least like skeptical from because of people's reactions to it but um then with having to try to do school on top of that um it just really threw me off um and yeah all i can say it's just been really stressful and it's really like the coronavirus in general has really exposed a lot of things about like the way america works like the fact that we can't we can't like stop being a capitalist like machine and all about money um I, I don't, but then, but then saying like capitalist machine, I, I feel like I sound like one of the Marxist graduate students. I'm, I'm always annoyed by when they start talking about capitalism and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I didn't realize, I don't know why, but I didn't realize how much America was just like, so ran on money. And I, and just the fact that you know, even the university like doesn't even stop and like take a breather, like, like as students. And then as an employee, like there was no rest or anything. It was just like, go, go, go. And I thought that the university would kind of like take more of an effort to kind of like allow everyone to rest, but instead and like to allow everyone to rest and allow them to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, but instead it's been completely the opposite. It's been like, go, go, go. We still have to do classes. And then all of the, all of these and like instructional zoom meetings and just, but you know, I, I think, I think I'm going to get into that later because I've just been so annoyed with school um, right now. And yeah, another thing, just random, random thing. I didn't realize how good this mic was like listening back to episodes. Y'all can hear like m- me swallowing spit and drinking water and I'm so sorry that you have to listen to all of those sounds come from my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like even I'm pretty sure y'all heard me swallow my spit. Um, so I'm, I, I don't know if that sounds gross or not, or if people don't even like pay attention to it, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know that this mic picked up that. So sorry for that. Um, so I'll just go ahead and move into my teaching corner segment. So transitioning my course online, um, 
so the, it wasn't difficult. What was difficult was the instructional, like the the staff of the, or, or no, actually just like university people affiliated with the composition department. So basically, my bosses, um, them like demand like. Yeah, I'm going to say demanding that we have our classes done by a certain time and just like requiring things of us like within, you know, we like the coronavirus stuff started picking up around spring break. So about two weeks ago and they they still wanted all of our stuff done that Monday of like when the term begins and there was no like. And we were still getting emails over the break and there was no consideration of like how people were feeling about this. And I think it's just a weird situation where as a graduate student, as a student and as an employee, there's no really like middle ground for, I guess, officials to assist you. Um, So like making my course... I didn't release my course until Wednesday because I wasn't ready to release it on Monday. I wanted to have like everything pretty much done so that I could basically run the course on autopilot to make up for the fact that we won't be in um, like the classroom. I don't know why every time I get on this mic and start recording, I always have to like burp or something and I don't want to do that in the mic. Um, so I always turn away. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so to, to recreate kind of like a classroom setting, I just did discussion boards. I know that the university folks were wanting us to do like zoom meetings and like all of like all this techie stuff. And I just, like I like I know I, I am a student, but I know if I was a graduate uh, undergraduate student, I know that I would not really want to be like dealing with this right now. Um, I wouldn't want to be dealing with trying to figure out like new technology to do some like schoolwork and all this stuff. I, I know that I wouldn't want to do it. So I just made the discussion boards and then it just gave them weekly writings Um, and I, I told them, I was like, I really don't want y'all to be stressed about this class. And I don't think y'all should be stressed about school right now. Y'all should be focusing on your mental and physical well-being. And like, that's, that, that's just kind of what I told them. And I don't know if they're being told that, or if they, it seems like some, some of them, it seems like they don't really like they aren't really phased by it like one student emailed me he was like hey i'm excited to get ready for the class which i don't know if that was uh, a lie or not but that's not my business he's like hey i'm excited to get ready for the class but the course isn't published yet and i'm like i don't know if i was a student i, I would be like oh the course isn't published yet like you know okay i guess we don't have work yet and i was like no i'm gonna publish it on wednesday and Um, I sent out an email and said, yeah, like just, you can see the stuff on Wednesday. I'm not like, I don't want to stress y'all out about this. I want to give y'all some time to like breathe 
Um, but I don't know. I, I think, I guess I'm just not used to, I don't know if this is just a particular thing to Oregon or, or just larger universities, but I'm just not used to things moving at such a fast pace, especially when there's like a global pandemic going on or something just in large of scale. And it seems like, it seems like you have to like keep explaining to people that, Hey, like I like, like there's a pandemic going on and like, I'm not, I'm not really all the way here. And it's just crazy that I have to, that I feel like I have to keep repeating that. And I feel like, I feel like at first and now, and now I feel like I'm just like rambling, but this is what the show is about. It's just me rambling. Um, I feel like before I was, and I think still, but definitely before I was more so just like in shock of like the severity of, of, of the coronavirus. Um, and I, I was still very much in the, in the kind of thinking of like oh yeah i need we need to get all of this stuff done like you know i can still like the whole pro- productivity kind of thing um but then when school actually started i was like oh wait like i need time to like figure this out i need to i need and now i'm remembering that i have an assignment due and this is so crazy yeah anyway See, like, like this, this should not like school should not be something that I should be stressed about right now. I should be like more concerned and about just keep like staying sane during this time where like it's just very uncertain about how long this the self-quarantine is going, how the virus is spreading and how it can be contracted what we need to do to stay safe they're still finding these things out um and i'm i'm worried about school and then so like i'm just really it's just really it's just really exposing to me i guess how much how little there's a concern for you as a student. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'll leave it there because I'm definitely going to touch back on this, but I want to lighten things up with some classic shit. All right. So, uh, at first, I didn't think I was going to have anything uh, for this segment, but um, I listened to some Baby Mother because uh, Baby Mother always makes me feel better, especially um, at a time like this. And the song that I want to uh, discuss with y'all is called BBC. Um, and I don't know if it's playing on big black cock i don't know if it's playing on that acronym but um the song is bbc and the lyric that i want to read is um 
Tell him I'm a bad bitch, nigga. You can't kill me. Yeah, you can take me out the hood, but bitch, I'm still me. I'm not gonna switch up my persona for no white folks. I'm not gonna bite a swallow tongue because bitch, I might choke. Um, I like this part. Um, because like, I don't know for some reason. I'm a bad bitch, nigga. You can't kill me. Like that is really speaking to me t- in terms of how, like, well, there's a pandemic going on, and then how the like academy try like literally tries to overload you with work, and I think I'm just fine, like, just finally coming to a full realization of like the situation that I'm in and like, yeah, that, that, that uh, level, those amounts of stress can literally kill someone, but I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) That's what, yeah. So that's why that lyrics stands out to me and I'm not going to switch up my persona for no white folks. Um, usually like that speaks to me too, because, because, um, usually I feel like, especially being a graduate student you do have to kind of code switch a bit to um not stand out or to make white people feel at ease um and i i'm slowly and slowly starting to get to a point to where i'm unlearning things that i guess i've picked up somehow that i need to I guess cover myself or censor myself just to make white people feel comfortable. Um, and yeah, I'm starting to see that that really doesn't get me anywhere. Um, so yeah, I, I I think, yeah, those are, that's why those lyrics are sticking out to me. Um, and then the lyric, I'm not going to bite or swallow tongues because, bitch, I might choke. Uh, I take that as, like, again, just kind of staying true to being a bad bitch, not letting any, like, not letting things keep you from speaking your mind, um, which is something that I'm I'm working on in, in therapy. Um, definitely, like, trying to be more direct, Um that's why I think I like Baby Mother, because when I listen to songs like this, I it, it just gives me this kind of like energy that I'm that I want to like follow through with. And yeah, I, I, I didn't know that I could learn so much from like just listening to a song. And that has been some classic shit. All right. Moving on to my next segment, um, I'm gonna, so at first I was calling this what's going on girl, but then I felt uncomfortable saying what's going on girl and the like stereotypical, like sassy black gay kind of way. And like, I know I don't talk like that. So, um, yeah, and I'm probably going to take that out. I don't, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why I feel uncomfortable telling y'all that I feel uncomfortable, Again, this is something else I'm trying to work on in therapy, like vulnerability and stuff like this. As you can tell, I'm a mess right now. And you know what? I'm going to embrace it because I'm pretty sure everyone else is is feeling the same way. 
and it's all right to you know be a little off anyway i'm gonna call this segment what the and basically i came up with this title because i saw that in the news stories that i was talking about um basically i was just like talking about white people the whole time and talking about these um interesting and bizarre things that white people were doing like in this state and nationwide and yeah i think it fits so this weekend what the white <sighs> so the i'm not surprised at how the president is handling this um because i don't know if he is equipped to handle this um but i saw a press kind of like press conference that he did and <laughs> i don't want to say i'm disturbed by it and i'm gonna link it in the show notes i don't want to say i'm disturbed by it but there was no information given. It was just a lot of like buzzwords. Some I hear now is like millions and millions of dollars. That's what I that's what I hear. And then um, there was something about how he said that they were sending ventilators to New York and that they wanted like ten thousand or something. And he sent. He said that he sent that much but he really didn't send that much because you somehow you can um go read other articles that there's actually a lot of articles now that are have been uh, contradicting him um and yeah it, just in just in general with just news stuff i i don't really watch it that often and when i do watch something or read something i read only like one thing or watch only one thing and i do it very briefly and very quickly just to get enough information and then i just take a break because there you can just get really really just brought down and angry at the way that things are being handled with this administration and the way that media is um, interpreting it you can just really get to me you can get really just just down and like angry about everything so now I've just kind of at least when I hear the president speak I just I just laugh because I'm amazed at the level of mediocrity um that is able to exist in office and it's not like i think i think the president is good at working the media because he is a celebrity so i think he's good at working the media he's not good at being a president he's good at working the media and telling like telling them things that will like saying things on camera that will like 
rang true for people that follow him. So like the millions and millions of dollars sending the the ventilators and like giving facts um, that aren't really facts. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's really good at that. And so I kind of just laugh at like how he's just maneuvering the media and not being held accountable for real, um, in my opinion. And then I just move on about my day because I like that's what they they wanted in office. So uh, anyway, in other news, there has been this trend on Twitter that I've been seeing of like threads where people are reporting on them having COVID-19 and then somewhere at the end of their post or throughout their post it's very it's trying to get people to sway one way or another on who they want to vote for for president so one I remember seeing and I'll leak this is a thread where this 22 year old had told, talked about her contracting COVID and I'm always burping. Okay. It seemed like I always burp every time I start to record. Like I never burp until this mic comes on and I know that I'm being recorded and it's like really annoying, but we're going to deal with it. And I know y'all just heard me sip and swallow, so. Okay, anyway. Um, about this 22-year-old who got COVID, and she was kind of going through her symptoms and, and like, giving a, 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 an account of just the symptoms and the step the day-by-day kind of thing she went through. Then, at the end of the, of the thread, she puts... Let me pull it up. She puts vote Bernie this election cycle with three explanation marks. We need Medicare for all more than ever. And just like getting to the end of that and seeing an endorsement for Bernie Sanders, it really makes me question the whether or not this situation was real because it's it's a trend it's a trend this isn't the only one there's uh, there's i'm pretty sure thousands of twitter threads out here that are like this and i've seen some where people have proven that they've taken the story of a actual covid survivor and they're just retweeting it and there's some kind of thing going on where it's possible that these people are being paid to tweet these things out and to endorse like tweet out endorsements for these candidates while they're tweeting out these um, stories and I don't know too much about that but y'all know I'm, 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 I'm starting to have my conspiracy theory uh, uh, conspiracy theorist mind go on and 
And so I'll get down to the bottom of that. But <laughs> um, I don't know too much about that. But just even so, even if this is a real person, this isn't a Russian bot. This um, even if this is a real story. I don't understand why they, I don't understand why the person chose to politicize it in this way. And again, I guess I can't really hold them. I guess I can't really blame them for it because like the, yeah, there's like an election going on still in the country while the pandemic is going on and there's still election news going on and everyone's wrapped up in that. And I'm like, I I, want to know when America is going to take a break in like, I really think they should just like, I, 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 we don't know how long the, the, this COVID is going to last, but the president is, wants to open back up America by the end of April, I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but, you know, one of the things he said was like, you know, we're going to follow these guidelines, but we have to open back up America. You know, I I, I don't know if that's going to happen. And he definitely wants to open back up America because he's a businessman. And I know a lot of people are losing money. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that we should be having like I don't think people I don't think politicians should be campaigning right now. I think everyone just needs to take a break and stay the fuck inside and like just like relax if if you're able to. You know I don't know. I I, I just I think that this is allowing me to see how fast paced or how American capitalism doesn't want to stop and maybe it can't stop. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely tying that to the election. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know how we as, a country are going to deal with a pandemic while we're trying to deal with electing a president. And I, I honestly like even say this, this coronavirus is they get this under control over the summer and we're able to go out and out of our houses, houses and stuff. Still, I don't think that we're going to even be ready to elect a president in November. Cause we, we were, dealing with a pandemic for, uh, you know, a couple months. And like, I, I don't like, I don't know who is trying to, um, think about president, like who's going to be the next president right now. Although it would be, it, it would be the, um, it would be the, the, the best time to kind of like, I guess people are using this as a way to, to be like, Oh, Trump isn't doing good. He needs to be kicked out, blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm just like, I agree with that. And I'm also like, okay, but we just, we need to, okay, we can figure this out later, but y'all really need to like, we need to get on this trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this coronavirus shit because it's, 
as in the words of Cardi B, it's getting real. And yeah, I really don't. I really don't. I don't. I don't get why we can't just like take a break from from stuff and just like just like rest. So, those are my my ramblings on that. On a different note, the segment that I formerly called "I'm So Done." I mean, uh, excuse me. The segment that I formerly called on my shelf. Um, I think I'm going to call this, what did I say? I think I'm going to call this what I've been seeing. And basically this is a segment where, where I kind of just talk about what I've been watching and reading, um, for the week. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I still don't know if this is going to be like a review segment or if i'm just like telling y'all what i what i've seen this week um but yeah so what i've seen this week is or what i've been watching this week is rupaul's drag race and i've been watching the older seasons um so like seasons uh i'm watching them backwards because i don't know it's it's been fun watching them backwards i don't know they're watching the seasons backwards um so i've watched so i'm watching six i've I've watched six five four and three and now i'm on two and then when i get to one i'll um watch seven through nine uh because i don't think i've seen those um and i'll watch those in order but I've been watching RuPaul and that's been interesting because it's been a very, it's, it's actually a really good show to watch, especially now because it, it's, I I mean, it, I used to love watching America's Next Top Model and it, and it has that kind of same. I just like seeing the contestants and their growth throughout the show. And I didn't really realize how artistic the sh- like how 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 artistic how art focused the show was and i don't know if that has changed in the later seasons or if there's less if there's less art kind of drag queens um but in the old, older seasons it's definitely like trying to show drag as an art form um and I, I think that's been really cool to see. And I didn't realize, um, you know, people, I didn't realize how much people might disagree with me. But the show, for the most part, these seasons that I've been watching, it's very black in the, in the sort of way that the most memorable characters are the people, the black and, and, and Latino characters. And then RuPaul himself um, presents basically brief references back to Paris is burning and just black, black queer and trans histories. And... 
Y'all are gonna hate me for burping this much. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, I don't, I don't know if in the seasons that I've seen the the newer ones, I don't know if that is still there. And just like he's brought on like a lot of you know great black women in my opinion i didn't know fantasia was on an episode as a guest judge um i i and and and, you know i i see how the guest judges are kind of like also actors from other television shows and so therefore it's like their way of either promoting their show, promoting their album, um, in Fantasia's uh, case. And I, I think it's really cool how th- that show has become a platform where people can go to be recognized. And even the, the drag queens that are on the show are being recognized and being able to record things and be featured on RuPaul's music. Um, and I think RuPaul is just good as a businessman too, because he basically gets the contestants to be actors and like his music videos and on his, um, be featured on his music track. And it's tied in with the show already, but I don't I don't know if it's like cheaper for, for him to like use the contestants to do this. And then also, I didn't realize how much his music played um, in the background. And so he's like promoting his music at the same time as he's promoting these other drag queens. Um, And then, yeah, I didn't realize how many ads were in the show, how many like how, how much advertisement in the show is being given to the audience. And so you know, as my scholarly brain kind of thinks about it is he's really mastered the RuPaul has really mastered the art of television where television in America was first used, well, it's first used to advertise things to housewives, um, to go buy things for the home. Um, and I, I'm gloss. I'm pretty sure I'm glossing over a lot of history, but that's the main, one of the main reasons why television was a thing. Um, and RuPaul is definitely able to, you know, reference certain companies that, like, certain references sponsors and reference his music in in ways that are interesting. And then I, I really think that is related to the way that drag is a reference of certain pop culture moments. And um, that's so loud out here. Oh, my goodness. It's so loud. And people are out and just riding their motorcycle. And it's OK. Anyway, that's over. Um yeah, and I, I know that's not like a I think I think I'm I'm starting to realize the way like watching these older seasons 
has allowed me to realize like the I guess the the kind of special thing about drag is the fact that it does reference pop culture and that it does like play with gender um, in ways that could be taboo or whatnot. So, yeah, that, that I guess that's my my take on um, RuPaul's Drag Race and what I've been how I've been watching it, what I've been kind of thinking about while watching it. Um, unfortunately, I can't not look like there are some things that I can watch and not try to analyze, but there are very few things that now that I can like not analyze um, or like sometimes I have to like resist analyzing things. Cause I'm like, no, I want to enjoy this, but I'm starting to see that, you know, I analyze things because I enjoy trying to find meaning in, in, in the, in the thing that I'm watching or reading. So, um, I'm starting to embrace the, the mix of academic and just non-academic way of, of, of watching and reading things. And, I think that's like kind of related to how I'm wanting this podcast to be. I I don't want it to be too academic. um, And I want it to be more like digestible. Um, But yeah, I also can't, I I, I can't like resist being like sounding academic, I guess. I don't know if I'm making sense at all, but I need some water. My mouth has just been so dry lately. Oh my god! And it, I think it's from drinking coffee. Um. And I, I I I like drinking coffee, but I don't like the after effects of it. Like it makes me really sweaty. It makes me jittery. It makes my mouth watery. I really don't like it. Um. Okay, y'all are like, y'all are just gonna be like, oh my god, what is going on with this this person today? Um, okay, and then finally, I want to wrap up my this episode with fuck another burp. Okay, I had spaghetti today, and I probably ate it too fast that might be why i'm burping too i don't know if there's like a scientific thing that that says that that's a thing but um yeah i i I think i ate too fast and i think that's my that might be why i'm burping so much because this is like really weird really weird and convenient okay so for my last segment i'm so done um I'm I'm really done with the university. I'm really done with school. Just because as a graduate student, you are an employee and you're also a student. But it's like there's no consideration for you as a student. 
to university like deans and you know top people whatever you're an employee and that's their priority they're not really concerned for you as a student so like i said i i i published my 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 um class page on wednesday and i didn't know it's supposed to be published on monday um but i published it on wednesday and before i did that I woke up to like three emails from like people in the composition department. One dude was like the, I don't even know their titles, but one was the director. And then one person was the like Dean of students or something like that. And they were all telling me like, Hey, you need to make sure you publish your course, blah, 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 blah. So I went in and published it. And then I got a phone call from the director um, under the guise of like, oh, I'm just checking in. You haven't published your course, and I was like, oh, the the course should should be published now. I, I as soon as I saw the email, I just went ahead and published it. And he was like, well, um, how do we know that? How do, how do I know that? You know? and then I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, you you know, when we when we're getting emails from like higher ups we have to you have to respond to those kind of things and i was like oh okay so um and he was like so just go ahead and, and email uh respond to um those emails and you know um thank you for you know um y- you know publishing your course or whatever and <laughs> i feel really like i always feel bad when I'm like sharing like how I feel, but like I, I was like telling him, I was like, yeah, like I have a family member who is currently sick and, um, just, I, I, but I, I don't. So I said, I have a family member that's currently sick and that's kind of been something I've been worrying about. So I haven't really just haven't really like been, been able to respond to emails and haven't really been checking emails because like that's the least of my concern um i didn't say that's the least of my concern but i but it was like oh do you need to take sick leave and i was like no like they're in a different state there's nothing i can really do um he was like oh okay i understand and then he like then he was like you know we just we're just trying to make sure that we're doing the best we can for the students and also for you and blah, blah 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 And I don't know if he was saying for me as an employee or me as a student, um, but I I, I don't know. So um, that was just a weird phone call. But I I always feel weird for the fact that I have that I have to hear and I've experienced it here that I have to explain like why I'm like afraid about something or feeling like a little off. And it's some, it's always something that's like quite obvious to me, like the fact that there's a pandemic going on and everyone's not going to be, you know, taking it the same and everyone's not going to be reacting to it the same. Like, I, I didn't know that I would I would have to explain that. I thought it would just be something that would would be understood. But the fact that I have to explain that and the fact that it's not like an immediate consideration just. It just really shows me something about how people operate in in this space. 
Um, and I'm not really sure what to call that, but it's, it's just very, just, just, it's almost like they're ignoring the, the pandemic and, or, or just like ignoring how people's emotional reactions would, would be to that. Um, and this reminds me of, of one moment from last year around this time where there was um, a young black uh, person that was shot and killed in the parking lot of of this campus bar. Um, and the killer drove away or whatever. And um, people the next day, people were still at the bar and it was like nothing had even happened. And I just really did not want to go to campus. And I was just really disturbed at like how there was no consideration for this person's life or how like how it was just just glossed over and so I just I stayed at home that whole week and I kind of got in trouble with my the boss the people that were over at the tutoring center at the time and I was like yeah like this black person was killed and like I was I've been really scared to go to campus because like I'm already scared to go to campus in general, but that, that, that just heightened it. And the fact that the weather is always gray and cloudy and it really messes with your mood and your, your sense of like perception, like it, it, that, that was just a tough time for me to, to deal with. Um, and then just, just now like the coronavirus and the same thing with the weather. The weather does not make any of this bearable. It's so gray here. Um, and when the sun does start to decide to show it, it kind of goes away and it's like, oh, oh, OK. Um, but it's gray and it's just I don't like living here. Let's just put it like this when I'm ready to get this degree and, and go. Um but yeah, I, I just, I didn't think that I would have to explain myself for, for how it's feeling. And then I got an email from the grad director asking me if I like how I was doing. And I appreciated the email. Um, and I was going to lie at first and say that I was doing fine, but I was like, and, and it's again related to like, I feel like uncomfortable or guilty for, for letting people telling people how I'm feeling. But I just told her and I was like, are there any resources that graduate students can, you know, go to, um, while dealing with this? And they emailed me back and they gave me, you know, a counseling center and told me to contact my professors and um, told me that I could speak with them. And I, I really appreciated that. But I also would have liked if there was some kind of consideration for the fact that graduate students are like some kind of plan to to help graduate students deal with 
a pandemic. I don't know if that's even in the graduate handbook on resource like resources to go to or just like uh, just like an email like or maybe I missed the email but just like constant emails about ensuring graduate students like hey like we know y'all have a lot of workload and some of y'all have families some of y'all have a lot of other conditions like situations that are going on um but here here are some of these resources that you can go to or here's what you can do to make um, your workload lighter than the situation. But I don't know if there was any consideration for that. Um, and I think I always feel guilty or uncomfortable telling, like telling people how I feel or telling administrators how I feel, because I feel like when I do, like they don't really know what to do about it or like it's, it's not a really a concern of theirs. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I think. And then lastly, um, there was an email sent out by the Dean of student, like the Dean of the college college of arts and sciences, basically telling everybody, like basically congratulating everyone for pulling it together within a week and then telling people like, Hey, like we, we got to make things engaging for the students. Um, their tuition dollars are like the tuition revenue is counting on it. And, you know, we know like we, we want y'all to continue to revise your classes to make them more engaging and, we wouldn't ask, I wouldn't ask this of you if I already knew that you couldn't do it. So basically like good job on pulling this all together and could you do more? And read, just reading it just made me angry because it was addressed to faculty and graduate students, um, graduate employees. And I, I was just thinking like, wow, like, is the, even when I do become a faculty member, is this what I would have to put up with? Just this constant idea of just like working and productivity. And, and then I'm like, well, are all jobs like this? And my mom says, yes. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm starting to see like, oh, I'm in the real world. And I don't know why I thought that the university would not be ran like a corporation or like a business. I don't know why I thought that I would be protected from those things just because I was in a, like going to a university or teaching in a university. But I, I think I, I'm glad I'm glad now that I see that how how it actually operates. Um. Yeah, I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I'm, I'm starting to see how it actually operates in that how they're choosing to deal with this pandemic and really not dealing with it and trying to um, expect people to do more work. Um, I, I'm starting to see how things are being done. And I don't know. I'm just like, how do I, how do I make this academia thing work for me? Like, yeah, that was definitely a moment where I was like considering, like, do I really want to do this? Like, do I really want to be in 
academia if if it's it's a constant go and there's no consideration for how people are feeling or just nothing it's just yeah i I didn't know it's like that but now i'm starting to see um on a on a on a brighter note i am very grateful to still uh have a job still have a place to stay um still be healthy and well um so i'm very grateful for those things but i definitely can't ignore the amount of stress and and pressure i feel under like i still have to do my exams and all of that and still have to finish out the semester the term and I guess what I'm gonna do is just definitely not stress about this and take it day by day and not get overwhelmed with with work um, because that's not what I need right now and I don't think anybody needs that right now um, so yeah this has been going on for 50 minutes a little over 50 minutes and if you stuck with me through all of this, um, I really appreciate y'all listening to me ramble <laughs> for almost an hour. Um, I hope y'all are, are safe and I hope your families are safe and just just really take time for yourself and take time to give your mind a rest, um, give your body a rest sleep in like just I, I I really don't get people like people right now trying to go on as if nothing's going on and I don't know if that's just an organ thing or if it's like a city thing but it's just really like really confusing and just disgusting i think because it just shows there's just a lack of consideration just in general yeah i think that's i think that's how i'm gonna leave i don't like oregon (laughs) that's pretty much what i say like that's pretty much what i say on every episode is i don't like oregon and the white people here are crazy yeah i i I feel all right ending on that note All right. I appreciate y'all for listening. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at GoBlackBoyGo. And you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, and Spotify. Thank y'all so much for listening. And I'll see you next week. The white people here are crazy.